1: What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys, with you here on a Monday, November the first, Halloween weekend. Any trick or treating, Sam, over the weekend? Any any candy coming your way? Anything I was working like on
0: Saturday night when all the kids came. So you were? started porch the new light Was off. Yep, doing the thunder. So yep, yep. Pretty
1: it good was a uh, good Halloween weekend,
2: Taylor. You any any candy? Any Reese's Kit Kats? Uh, taken down this weekend? Oh, I had me a couple bites, but I'll tell you one thing, boys. I was down in chick yesterday playing a scramble, and I could not believe the amount of kids that were out trick-or-treating. It was like a maze trying to get out of the neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, there were so many kids out. It was unbelievable. It's like five times as many people trick-or-treat now than when I was a kid. It's crazy.
1: It's awesome. We went to a Buddy's house last night and walked around. Some of the other people there had their kids with them, so we walked around a little bit and walked around for probably 30 minutes or so with the kids. And there were so many people out in the neighborhood. So, so many. Uh, Best costume I saw... I'm I'm actually going to give it to an adult. There was an adult woman last night who was dressed up like the uh, character from Squid Game in the red light, green light. Like the chick at the end with the eyes that that looked to see if they were moving. That's creepy, dude. And I'm talking like spitting image. Like she had it down to like the stockings, the shoes, everything, the exact dress. It was... Incredibly well done. So that to me was the Halloween winner. Was the the Squid Game chick last did night? Did she
2: have the the eyes that shot bullets?
1: She her eyes did not shoot bullets. Nope. That's uh, good. Her husband said that he ordered a mask to be the front man from Squid Game, but it didn't come in in time. So he reached <laughs> out to him and they're going to give him a refund because a front man mask in November doesn't do you a lot of good. So <laughs> it'd be creepy. It'd be very creepy yeah. if you were it not on Halloween. Even yeah. on Halloween, Like be a, a little Christmas creepy, morning.
2: But. That's the new Santa Claus. The front man. <laughs>
0: Boys, the other thing that happened over the weekend before we get started, I got got to give a big congratulations to my boy Quade Cummins on getting engaged to Ryan Porter. Well, now Ryan Cummins, yeah. That's cute. congrats yeah. to you. Oh, that's awesome. He, did it, on, uh, looked like he did it out on 17 at National on that little bridge oh. between 17 and 18. Very romantic spot. It is. So good that job. Is. Yeah, it's
2: a great spot. Yeah, usually you're coming off 17 kind of mad, so that might not be <laughs> the best <that> <laughs> to do it on, but, but it, it has to be a beautiful setting.
1: 17 right? is a great hole. Is it the best hole on the course?
2: No, no. Not in my Is opinion. it the best part three on the course? No. What's not the not. best part three on the course?
0: 13. And then thirteen. Four. 13's a good hole. 13's unlike Anything you've ever seen four is probably the hardest, and seventeen's also you know one of the hardest. But my favorite is eight, just because I made my first hole in one on eight.
1: I think I think seventeen's the hardest of the par threes. It depends on what way the wind's yeah. blowing.
0: If yeah, the, wind's the down, wind, wind, wind matters. Yeah, uh, although I mean that green it, once they go to Bermuda, that green's going to be hard to hold. Holy, uh, the oh, going to be so hard.
1: I was playing it. I wasn't even playing it from the tips the day you and I played Taylor, and I I, I was one ninety I think. I mean, so when they go to Bermuda, that's going to be, like,
0: concrete. Well, so will number 13. Imagine a front pin with Bermuda greens on 13. You're going to have a 40-footer no matter if you hit the green. Like, if you hit the green, you're going to have a 40-footer.
2: Yeah, it's your only option. And then if you miss the green, you're dead. Oh, I mean, you're you're completely screwed. (laughs) My favorite thing about the par threes out there are the bunkers that run into the ponds. I just love that aspect of the par threes. Except for 13. 13 is the only one that doesn't have it.
1: No, it just falls straight off a cliff into the pond.
2: Yeah, the creek ravine. uh, Yeah. Uh, whatever little, we you land on the
1: green with a little spin on thirteen, you're off the left in the water.
2: Yep. Yeah, but Oak Tree's an easy course though. So. <laughs> T Dub, I gotta ask you what what's wrong with your boy Taylor Taylor Pendrith? Man, I, I thought we were. I was getting excited because you know we do name draft for people that win. So I was like, <laughs> oh my man Taylor Pen, Pendrith got three shot lead. Okay, well we're gonna draft Taylors. Okay, well this is gonna be simple. I'm gonna draft myself first, and then we'll go <laughs> from there. And somehow, boy, Lucas Herbert ends up coming to make a one-shot win over everyone's favorite player, Patrick Reed, who was infamous for winning the Holy for D-Bag of the Year. And <laughs> and so he ended up shooting minus six on Sunday. I mean, that's pretty impressive. you got to give your hats off. But going back to the Taylor point, Sam, plus five whenever you have a three-shot lead is – I mean, that's a choke, right? I mean, in all in all proportions. I mean, I'm looking at it, and no one else up at the top of the leaderboard, the worst is one over par, then you got an even, then five over, and I got to scroll down. There's a two over. What a roller coaster of emotions Taylor Pendrith
0: went through this week. He shot 70, 61, 65,
2: 76. That's consistent. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Uh his, that is his
1: nuts. His best and worst round were separated by 15 shots on the weekend. A Friday 61, a Sunday, 76. So here's where I stand on the whole choke, not choke debate. The word choke to me, people give it too much power as, as like you're saying that this person is like terrible and will never recover from this. Or like less of a person. Uh, yeah, it's like Choking happens all the time in sports. The mm-hmm. Vikings choked last night. Yeah, it, it happened. The Bengals choked yesterday at noon. It's, you, you know, we're probably going to talk about this later in the show whenever we get to, to me, the East Lake Cup. It doesn't mean... <laughs> oh, there's no probably about it. It, to, it, it. it doesn't mean, like, that
0: anything's wrong. Everybody chokes. To me, the definition of choking a choke in sports <clears throat> is when you let your nerves affect how you play more than you would have normally in a normal situation.
1: To me, I look at choking as grasping defeat from the jaws of victory. Like, you've <laughs> yeah. you basically got it one, and then, boom, complete but, 180 but there's... In, in a 1% scenario. And this wasn't a 1% scenario with Taylor Pendrith. I mean, three-shot lead through 54 holes. We've seen, and we talk about it a lot on this yep. show, Tiger distorted the numbers. It's hard to win with a 54-hole lead, but with a three-shot lead. I would... And by the way, he was only one back standing on the 17th tee. Doubled 17, so he ends up costing himself. Which was a par five. Which was a par five. He makes a seven. So then he costs himself more money, more points, everything for finishing second. Or if he could have birdied the par five, get into a playoff or something. So, Pendrith, he was definitely nervous. He'd never been in that situation before.
0: Yeah, I feel that. And, you know, to me, Taylor Pendrith's situation was kind of a slow burn, which makes it more, you know, a sneaky chuck. Like you said, there's only a 30% chance that he wins. Even after having the fifty-four hole lead, to me, a choke is when you get right down, put under the gun, you win or lose, and you choke it off. You you let your nerves. So that's where the double. That's where the double
1: on seventeen would play in more because right. I mean, even after having a bad day, he was three over through sixteen holes. He's had a chance to win the golf tournament. Like to me, Chikara
0: in the East Lake Cup. Obviously, we're about to talk about it, but that was a choke. This was totally different. This was a slow burn throughout the day. This was a slow
1: burn that was really highlighted by the double on 17 whenever he had a chance. I mean, you birdie a par five, you're tied for the lead. Right. He makes double, falls to T5 with a three-shot 54-hole lead. It's, I mean, I, I imagine he didn't sleep too well last night, but he's going to be fine. It's a good experience. Par five. It, and, and what people don't realize is every time, first of all, most athletes who've played – competitively at a high enough level for long enough have choked at some point. It's just the reality. Every and, single person. And and you have, choking is part of losing. It's part of growth. You get close to winning, and you choke it away, and you feel it, and it makes you work harder. And the next time you're in that situation, you're a little less nervous because now you know you've put the work in. You know you've done what you need to do to make sure that this time that two-footer goes in, or this time you hit the fairway on that par five. It's it's part of growth. T-Dub, what did I tell you when we were watching the East Lake Cup? I said... Chicarro's probably going to
0: make the winning putt in the national championship now. Yeah. Because he's been in that situation and he's felt what those nerves feel like and he'll be better for it. But this time to me it was a choke and I don't think that that's demeaning. I think that I I'm just telling the people what
2: I saw. My job is to talk about golf. I I saw a choke to me. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the way I view a choke. It is essentially when the moment that you're in is bigger than you're mentally prepared for at that moment. That's a good way to put it. And so the moment is just bigger than you are at the time. Well, guess what? If you weren't big enough for the moment, then when are you going to be? You have to look yourself in. You basically have to dig deep down into the darkness of your soul and say, why did I not do what I did right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just leaning into Chikara, I don't want to get too much into it. It was an 18-incher that didn't hit the hole. I mean, what are you going to do? Say you hit a good putt and hit a bump? And miss, I mean, what, are you supposed to just say that everything's all right? Well, and, and the thing is, that
1: didn't even lose him the match. Nope. But you could tell he was flustered. I mean, naturally. When, then, you, wouldn't you be if you had just missed that putt? And then
0: they I, went to 15 on yeah. the playoff hole, and it was playing the easiest it had played all week. And it was playing downwind, and he pulled, you know, a short iron into the left
1: bunker. And 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 he was ball-striking king that week. But, by the way, that was right after Jackson Dowell almost one-hopped it in the hole. That was a phenomenal I mean, shot. I mean, seriously. He almost one-hopped it in the hole. The second bounce couldn't have missed the hole by more than six inches. And it was, I mean, look, Jackson Dowell put the pressure on him. He won 16 and 17, put the pressure on him. Chikara had a chance to wrap it up on 18. But, again, like I was saying earlier, I feel like some people get really upset about the word choke because they think it's like this really insulting thing. It's just something that happens in sports. It is a part of everyday sports. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging it. Eugenio Chikara is going to be fine. I promise. I saw him at the football game Saturday night. Looks good. Looked fine. Yeah. He was having a good time. He's going to be fine. He he choked in a golf tournament. It happens. Who cares? It happens. Yeah. I'm, Tiger's done it. Phil's done it. You know, I'm sure Jack did it a time or two. It happens. He's going to be fine. The important thing is that you grow from it because, I mean, you don't want to just keep
2: doing it over and over again. You do it once. You learn from it. You grow from it. You're better next time. Does, has anyone, here's an example. Do you ever learn more when you win as, as opposed to when you lose? I always learn more when I lose. Always. Same uh, here. I mean, not every time, but generally, okay, now, generally speaking.
0: Well, generally, you. <laughs> the thing is, generally, the first time you're put under the gun, you do lose, and then you learn from it. Exactly. However, I've had many situations where I've played well and actually learned from what I was thinking in those situations that I think about more often in future rounds. So I think that actually, to me, I learn more from gaining confidence from playing good then you know sometimes you just play bad and you throw it out, yeah. And and you don't want it. And if you do, you know, keep remembering those bad situations. It's only going to hinder you.
2: No, I completely agree. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is dwell on a situation. But the reason I say that you learn more f- from when you lose as opposed to when you win because you won because of the things that you learned from when you lost. Correct. Right. Yeah. So it's like the things that you learned from losing lead to what leads into winning. So it's yep. almost like it's the it's the Iliad to the Odyssey. But I will say
0: winning that first one is a big thing because it proves to yourself that you can do it. it I it, agree. It, you, 100%. Yeah, you, you need to win the first one. Like, it's You always think that you can do it. Like, we had Josh Creel on, yeah. and he said, I always thought that I could do it, but I finally did it. And that feels, you know, infinitely more better, and I have infinite more confidence than he had before
1: and, that. And I'm sure that on his way to that, I'm sure there were a lot of failures and sure, a lot oh, of disappointment. Bunch, yeah. I mean, because... That's the life of an athlete. You fail so much more often than you succeed. I mean, everybody talks about it in baseball. It's always the thing. You hit 300, you're a Hall of Famer. Surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. That means you failed seven times out of (laughs) ten. Failure is a part of sports. I mean, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in the history of of football. He completes what? 64% of his passes for his career. I don't know off the top of my head, but it's probably somewhere in in that neighborhood. Greatest to ever do it. Failure's a part of it. He was horrible yesterday. Tom Brady was horrible yesterday. He had a chance to lead his team down the field. He threw a god-awful interception. Tom Brady choked it off on the last drive of the game. It happens. It happens. We, we put way too much stock into it. Taylor Pendrith, I really hope, is able to learn what it feels like to sleep on the 54-hole lead, yeah. what it feels like to warm up with the 54-hole lead, and stand on the first tee with the 54-hole lead, because it feels different than it does on any normal Friday, Saturday, or Sunday when you're not in that position. Right, and we shouldn't overshadow...
0: What Lucas, don't call me Glover Herbert did this weekend. Uh, By the way, boys, can you tell me the two tournaments he won before this
1: tournament? No chance. They both would have been Euro Tour. He's definitely cut his teeth over there. Uh, I'll throw out the BMW Championship. That is not correct. T Dub, one guess. Um, I'll go with the Italian
0: Open. He won the 2020 Omega Dubai Desert Classic, and then the 2021.
1: I should should remember that too. Dubai. Duty free. He did. He won the duty <laughs> Irish free. No Open. duty.
0: No no duty. The Dubai duty free Irish Open.
1: Lucas Herbert is. He's been a pretty good player on the Euro Tour. I think he was in my DraftKings lineup for the uh, for the Open Championship this year at Royal St George's, and he is now in the top fifty in the world. We're going to start seeing a lot more of Lucas Herbert, and that's kind of what we were talking about last week. And that's obviously there were a multitude of reasons to root against Patrick Reed, but one of the significant reasons I was rooting against Patrick Reed. I mean, this was a normal tour event with a master's uh, exemption. I mean, he's with, with already the, got that. <laughs> he, I mean, he wasn't in the top 50
0: previous. I mean, he won the master's. So no, 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 right. I'm talking right. about it's Lucas Herbert. Herbert. Oh, you're talking I thought you were talking uh, about well, Patrick Reed. I'm saying
1: that's why I didn't want Reed to win, is because right. he already had these things. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, okay, I see what you're saying. Any of these other guys on the leaderboard win, and they they needed all this right. stuff. The, the other guys who were up there were Lucas Herbert, Danny Lee, Patrick Rogers, Taylor Pendrith, Scott Stallings. Uh, Scott Stallings was never really going to win. He shot 62, finished three back. But my point is those guys at the top of the leaderboard, all of them except for Patrick Reed, this would mean so much more to every one of them. And I was glad to see Herbert get it because he's a good player. He's won consecutive years in big events on the Euro Tour. And now we'll get to see him at the Masters and in all the WGCs. And I'm sure we'll see him more on the PGA Tour. We'll see him and his badass caddy, Nick Pugh. Oh, what Did you a you guys champ. see the
0: pictures of this guy? I mean, he looks like a built Santa Claus.
1: He's a legend. Yeah. He's and, an and absolute
0: he, legend. He actually, you know, he's a veteran on tour. He caddied for uh, Johannes Vierman. Okay. Caddy for Jazz Jane Watananan. Nice. Good presentation. Caddy for uh,
2: Kurt Kittyama. Kitiyama. Very Wait, nice. Dude, Very is, nice. Is this a top five beard right here? Oh, oh good oh. question.
0: Yes. Good question. I mean, that's as good as a beard gets. Right, that's right what
2: there. we should do. instead. Since we can't draft Lucas's, we don't have to do it today because we haven't studied. Let's do best beards. Let's do it Wednesday.
1: Let, oh, Wednesday, let's draft top five beards. Top five beards. I mean, uh, a lot sports of good beards. or golf? Uh, just in, in life, just in general, yeah, top in general. five, just, beards like, just, anywhere. Like,
2: just like the name game, except with beards.
1: Here's my question. Are we only drafting like actual facial hair beards or could I be like Chris Beard, head coach, Texas Tech? <laughs> I mean, you can do that. I mean,
2: and you take now, that. Uh, Chris Ted, beard. Ted, Ted Lasso? Define a, define a beard too. Beard? Like,
0: like is a mustache part of a beard? You could go coach Beard's beard.
1: Uh, oh, you could go coach beard. I beard's feel like beard. mustache. That's, is... that's meta level beard. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, like, I feel like mustache is no, like a different category. Not, not if
1: it's only a mustache. If it's only, it has to be accompanied by the beard. If no, it doesn't have no beard, goatee. Um, no, no, a beard. No goatee? No, goatee's not a beard. No, goatee's not a beard. No Fuminchi. No, got to go. We're going ear to ear. Yeah. Okay. We're going ear we're to going ear.
2: We're going ZZ top style.
1: Yep, ear yeah. Ear to ear. So, uh by the way, in the beard area. Maybe you take a golf ball to the face. Maybe you chip a tooth. Go see our good friends at (laughs) Ring Family Dentistry. Uh, They treat families of all ages. They're a family company. They go out of their way to ensure all treatment is as comfortable as possible. They are on the leading edge of technology. Same day crowns for more than 20 years. Uh, Implants and clear aligner orthodontics. Those are a big deal right now. Get over to Ring Family Dentistry and check that out. All decisions are made by the patient. They explain their opinion, answer any questions, and ultimately leave all decisions to you. You go check them out. Ring Family Dentistry. All right. So, uh, Lucas Herbert gets it done over Patrick Reed and Danny Lee. But the big kind of news in golf last week in this state, obviously, was the East Lake Cup. We were all drooling over the East Lake Cup. We had Bedlam in the finals on the men's side. Uh, we had Oklahoma State in the finals on the women's side. And we'll start with the men. And it was really – it was an absolute roller coaster all day long. Started off fairly well for OU. I'd say the first six, seven holes. Then it turned out – I mean, it was looking really good for OSU for, I'd say, the next six, seven, eight holes. And then it flipped, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. The the match that it flipped on was the Chikara-Jackson-Dowell match. Chikara's two up through 15. He loses 16 and 17. He has a putt. I, I don't know that we had shot link on it. It was a couple of feet, somewhere between 18 inches and two and a half feet, probably. It could have been guess. more than
0: two feet to it, me. It's... Is.
1: Sometimes TV's I mean, deceptive. I'm saying somewhere between 18 inches and two and a half feet, It was probably. so
0: short that they were like, you know, if you're Jackson Dow, you could give this to him. You know, I thought he was going to give it to him. Just as a, you know... Not to win the match. Not to I, win I, the match. But here's the deal. This I, is why...
1: For Just for the record, I, I don't think Jackson Dow should have given it to him.
0: No, Obviously, it's not good if you don't make it. I totally agree. But, you know, the whole deal about this that made it, you know, even worse for Chikara is the fact that all of those other four matches were already kind of locked up.
1: They were, yeah, I mean, the Rayon Thomas, Stephen Campbell, is it Stephen Campbell? That that matchup was pretty close. Um, but the other ones were pretty much locked up, and it ended up 3-2 OU. So had Chikara made the putt on 18, would have won the match, probably ends up 3-2 OSU. Tell how these things go, man. That's golf. You miss putts, and, you, you know, yeah. It, it was it was probably a choke from Chikara. It happens. Um, OU wins three two, so Jackson Dow gets the win in nineteen holes over Chikara. Yep. Rayon Thomas wins one up over Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan McAllister is just a force to be reckoned with right now. Five and three over, over Brian Stark, Stark. And, My it was, goodness. What and it was and it escalated statement. quickly. That's it escalated quickly. Uh, guard Peterson two and one over Drew Goodman, and Drew Goodman had to really fight on that back nine to get it back to two and one. And then Chris Goderup wins four and three over uh, Hazen Newman, and that is a match, guys. That I mean, we're, a lot's going to be made of the Chakara Dow match, mm-hmm. as you should. That's the one that came right down to eighteen, went into the playoff. But Goderup and Newman was a really close match throughout the day. Let's see; it was all square through ten, and then Goderup wins eleven with a birdie, wins twelve with a birdie, wins thirteen with a birdie, and then it uh, looks like they have the couple on the way in, and he ends up winning four and three. Chris Goderup was a monster transfer for Coach Hebble. This guy is the real deal.
2: Yeah, second straight year in a row with, uh, was it Brightwell, I believe, who was the transfer last year? Jonathan Brightwell? Yeah, so, I mean, two years in a row, and that seems like something that he could easily keep going. I mean, the transfer portal is making its way in every single sport. You know what this tournament proved to me, guys? It proved to me that OU and OSU both are just so good – it's really going to come down to who is playing better in May. I mean, that's just going to be the bottom line. Yeah. And, and who wins Nationals? I mean, I don't think there's any really clear-cut favorite at the end of the day because I think if these teams lined up 100 times, it would be pretty close to 50-50 between the times that they win.
0: And I think OSU might be a little deeper. I mean, remember, they have Bo Jin sitting on the bench at home right now.
1: They do have Bo, Jin. Bo Jin, I, I we don't know exactly what's going on with Jen. He hasn't qualified, so maybe the game's just not right. That's golf. We saw it last year with Reband, right? Headed into the National Championships. That's golf. Sometimes you lose your game and it just nothing goes how about, right. But... How about
0: the seniors for OU? I mean, yeah. going out and just absolutely you know McAllister and Goddard up. Obviously, I can send obviously Godter up's a senior and you know I think that these guys can learn from him as an older statesman, even though he wasn't there the previous four or five years like a normal senior would be. I and, think the I
1: think the younger guys still look up to him as as a team leader, him and McAllister because I mean, they've both been so dominant this fall season. And I'm pretty sure Eastlake Cup wrapped up the fall season for all these teams. But, I mean, McAllister and Goderup were both very dominant this season. Goddorup, uh tied for medalist honors in singles. at singles Individual play right. at uh, at the Eastlake Cup the East as well. Lake, yep. And Logan McAllister won earlier this year at Carmel out of Pebbles. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been pretty dominant.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And... You know, like T-Dub said, it's all going to come down to who plays better. But I think they're one and two in the country
2: right now. And I don't think it's really close. No. I I think one thing that you're going to have to deal with, and these coaches may have to, and it's going to be tough, because like we saw last year with, with OU, did Reban win a match in all of the match play portion that no, they played? No, no, no. And did he even sniff a win? No, it was... And uh, he obviously wasn't playing well going into the tournament.
1: Right. Last last year in match play, you only had three guys win matches in three rounds. So, Quade, Jonathan Brightwell, Logan McAllister, mm-hmm. all three of those guys won their matches in the quarterfinals and the semis. And then in the finals, uh, Quade was unable to get his win. I mean, it was a lot to ask of those guys to, to basically win all three of their matches on the way to the natty. So that was no, a heavyweight match against, meow. uh, yes, William it Nats- was. Yes. William, meow. um, Pepperdine, by the way, I still think that they're going to be very much a contender come May. They only lost one guy off that, uh, squad from last year. They've still got Manani, Meow, uh, Versich and Highsmith. So I still think that they'll very much be in the running, but, uh, Arizona state didn't put up a great fight this weekend. They do have the summer haze kid. They still have Puig, uh, they still have Johnson, Johnston and Sisk from a year ago. So they could still be up there, but, I mean, it's definitely OU-OSU 1-2 in that order, by the way. OU clearly deserves to be the number one team in the country. They played Big 12 match play, OU won. They played the Eastlake Cup, OU won. OU deserves to be the number one team in the country heading into
2: spring. I completely agree. I mean, I, you teed it up and straight head to head match, but like you're going to see in Nationals, and we saw who won, even though it was really close. And
1: by the way, uh, Sam, do we have, our guest is locked in for Wednesday. We can go ahead and tease that. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Hibble coming on the show on Wednesday.
2: Absolutely. Ooh.
1: We were uh, the best plan, college
2: golf coach in America.
1: The plan was to try to get whichever coach won the East Lake Cup. On the pod this week to talk about the fall season, talk about all that. We're going to have Coach Hibble on on Wednesday. Should be Wednesday afternoon whenever we get that out. So we'll have Coach Hibble on. We will also draft the best beards in sports. Uh, and then we'll do a short preview for this week's tournament as well. So we'll have a lot going on. But flipping over to the women's side of the East Lake Cup. Uh, guys, it's time that we start giving Coach Robertson at Oklahoma State The respect that he deserves because he is kind of turning into on the women's side what Hibble is on the men's side where he took a program that was, I mean, it was just, it was a program. Oklahoma State's women's golf program was fine and he has turned them into one of the elites in the country four for four. This fall for the Cowgirls, they win all four of the events they tee it up in. After finishing national runner up a year ago, they win the East Lake Cup. Isabel Fierro gets them started, goes out and wins seven and six, and then Henson Tolshard wins three and one. Uh, Haley Jones wins two and one. So uh, another great performance from the Cowgirls, and Coach Robertson deserves a lot of love for how quickly, in his third season, how quickly he's turned that program around.
0: I knew that Duke was in trouble when they interviewed their coach after the semifinals, and and Duke they were like, "What do you think about uh, going up against?" against the Cowgirls tomorrow, and he's like, you know, I think we played really good today. And <laughs> he's
1: like, I didn't hear
0: he's, that. He's like, yeah, we really, you know, we've struggled in windy conditions, and, and I think we played really good today. We'll worry about that tomorrow. And um, I knew that they were in trouble. <laughs> Talk about no confidence yeah, in your team. No doubt. I mean, they came out just... You know, pistols firing. that's
2: pistols not how, firing. That's not how you set a tone as a coach you do.
1: <laughs> no, Isabella Fierro is how you set a tone. She was first match out of the gate. Maybe she was second match out of the gate. She was definitely first match done because she won seven and six, and that was the longest that match was ever going to go. That easily could have been a nine and eight if if another couple of uh, of putts drop. But great stuff from the Cowgirls, great stuff from the Sooners. On the men's side, uh, cannot wait for golf this spring. It's really – I mean, we've got the best college golf in the state, guys, and it's not close. Mm-hmm. It's not no, close. it's a blowout. I mean, the, yeah. the entire country nationally, Golf Channel, is televising the East Lake Cup. And what do they see whenever they flip it on last Wednesday? They see Bedlam on the men's side. They see the Oklahoma State women's. And everybody's looking around like, man, they're playing some golf in Oklahoma. What are right. they doing in Oklahoma? Because they're playing some golf. So, it, yep. it's fun to watch. I just want to emphasize the
0: fact, too, that Campbell, to me, was the MVP in that match against Pepperdine, defeating William Mao 3-1. and one.
1: Yeah, that was big time. He uh, he gets the 3-1 win over Mal. Dowell wins 4-2 over Versich. Goodman wins 4-3 over Hitchner. And that's why I look at this OU team, and, and yes, they're young. Campbell, Dow, and Goodman, I mean, they're young. But... Those three guys all win their matches against Pepperdine when Goddard up falls, uh, one down to Manani, and then Highsmith and McAllister end up tying. And then the next day, what happens? Your two seniors come back, and they dominate. I mean, Logan McAllister and Chris Goddard up both dominate, and then you only need one of those other guys to come through. And that's what they did. So it's, it was a very good very good couple of kind of ham and egg days, if you will, for OU with the young guys uh, getting it done on Tuesday and the old, old guys getting it done on Wednesday. Yeah, and if you haven't listened
0: to it, go back and listen to our uh, interview with Maury Rose, the extra show that we did last Friday, shout out, Maury. Uh, shout out, Maury. What, a legend. Great, what a legend! Just shot the breeze with Maury for about an hour uh, last Friday. But you know, one of the things that Maury said was the fact of how Logan McAllister has grown so much over his time from the start of when he started playing OJGTs with Maury to where he is now. And I think that that's fascinating. And if you haven't listened to what Maury said about Logan McAllister, go back and listen to it. And we also had Logan McAllister
1: on a couple of weeks ago. If you want to go back and hear him talk about kind of the fall that they were having uh, and I'm sure we'll have him on again sometime before they get rolling in the spring. So a lot of good stuff this last week in the game of golf, especially here in the state of Oklahoma. Let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We've got a lot more to get into here. uh, Namely, we got Greg Norman going to be appointed as the commissioner of the new Saudi Golf League, and it's kind of making some waves in the game of golf. So we'll talk about that and more coming up on the other side. Stay with us here on the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.
3: When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McCray Roofing. McCray Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McCray and the experienced team at McCray Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs. McCray Roofing uses only top quality materials and professional crews to make sure that each job is done right so it will give you the years of service, security, and protection you need from the unpredictable Oklahoma weather. McCray Roofing offers residential and commercial roofing, ventilation services, and custom copper designs. McCray Roofing is dedicated to exceeding the homeowner's expectations. It's not just a roof, it is your home's crowning glory. Call McRae Roofing today at 405-692-4000. That's 405-692-4000. Make sure to also visit their website at McRaeRoofing.com. That's M-C-R-A-Y roofing.com. Don't get caught with a leaking roof. Contact McRae Roofing for your free inspection today.
1: here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. GolfOklahoma.org. Do it right now. You're going to forget. Do it right now. GolfOklahoma.org. Subscribe to the newsletter. Get on the email list. Get updated with everything happening around the state as we head toward what will be an unbelievable spring here in the state of Oklahoma for the game of golf. OU and OSU, two best teams in the country on the men's side. Oklahoma State arguably the best team in the country on the women's side. Oh, and there's a little tournament called the PGA Championship rolling into Tulsa in May. So you're going to want to go to Golf Oklahoma.org, subscribe, uh, and make sure that you head there early and often every single day. Uh, And make sure you follow us as well on Twitter, at the 73rd Hole, Instagram, 73rd Hole. We send out the links to these shows, and we send out some mildly clever things uh, from time to time throughout the week as we watch some golf. So uh, a lot of good stuff happening in the game of golf in the state of Oklahoma as we head toward kind of a, a bit of a slowdown now that the college season is wrapped up. Got, what, Mayakoba, RSM, Hero World Challenge. Hoblin defending next week. Next thing you know, we'll be in Hawaii. It'll be here before we know it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Boys, can you
0: tell me what happened on November 1st? Today's date in 1935.
1: 1935. I'm just going to assume that this is golf-related. I'm going to assume that one of your favorite players ever won a major with a score over par.
0: Nope, that well <laughs> I don't think a major would've happened in November. It's a great
1: point. I didn't know how they did things in nineteen thirty five. I
0: did look it up though, just because I was curious. They did play Ryder Cup on November first. But I looked up what happened on today in golf because I was looking for content in on November first in the past. So can you tell me in nineteen thirty five?
2: Nineteen thirty five golf related. Um I don't know, uh Mr. Sheep beat Mr. Hogan in <laughs> the first th- driver
1: was introduced, th- maybe?
2: Nope. Uh, get, San, no, oh, Sam Wedge is older than that. Gary Player was born.
1: Really? Shout out Gary yeah, Player. November 1st, 1935. So How about that? He's nice 86 years old. Shout out Gary Foot Wedge Player. What a, what a legend.
0: <laughs> All right, boys. What I a get, legend. I want to get into the. Well, let me just mention, by the way, did y'all, see, did y'all see DJ and Paulina partying with Trump and Trump dressed up as himself for the Halloween party? You sent the picture.
1: <laughs> My first thought was, Damn, that's a good Trump. Looks just like him. And I was like, "Oh, that's him. <laughs> that's that's him. him." And then hey, well, it was a really good costume. Okay, I'll be—I'll be, be real honest. That wasn't my first thought because Paulina wasn't that picture, <laughs> but it was one of my first thoughts. How about that? And then there—there there were other
0: pictures other than the one I sent you that popped up of when Trump and Paulina embraced. They gave each other a hug, and DJ's like looking like, "What's going on here?" And then Trump like gave her a kiss on the cheek, and DJ like looks away. What was DJ <laughs> oh, dressed no. as, by the way? I don't know. I can't figure it out. Do you know what he was? It looks, it looks, it looks like a like,
2: tennis player. It looks me. like a tennis player, but then on the sides, it looks like he's got some feathered wings or something. No, maybe those are that's other another colors. That's another girl. Let me see it again. That's Let me another, see it again.
0: That's another girl. I think she just got cut out of the picture. So he's like. Of our girl. So he,
2: is that
1: like McEnroe? I think he's dressed as McEnroe, yeah. maybe. Or maybe Fetter. In that poor form, didn't he have some extramarital stuff going on with the chick from the tennis center? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Probably. Probably.
0: Take your onto
2: something, Colby. Probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: he did. Speaking of birthdays.
2: Allegations, Colby. I want to ask you Allegedly. guys this. Allegedly.
0: Golf Digest came out with their top 30 under 30. And so I'll read off the top 10. The top 10 were John Rom. These are just highest ranked, right? Highest ranked players under 30? It's their top 30. Top 30, under 30. Okay. I don't know how they did this, okay. whether power this ranking, is a power ranking or not. Okay. So we might find out here uh, as I read these off. So number one was John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Cantley, Xander Schauffele, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Hideki Matsuyama, Daniel Berger, and Victor Hovland cracks the top 10, or uh, top 30, under 30. Very nice. Top 10 Very nice. the top 30, under 30.
1: I would probably take Bryson from five, move him to three and move Cantlay and Xander each down one. That's probably the only, only change I would make. So
0: out of the, out of those top 10 guys, and you can also, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and read off the rest of the list. Sam Burns, Cam Smith, Sung Jay, Scotty Scheffler, Matty Fitz, Joaquin Neiman, Matt Wolf, Zala Torres, Corey Connors, Lucas Herbert, uh, Christian Bezadenhut, Siwoo Kim, Gary Kigo, 24 on the list is our guy, Taylor Gooch, Minwoo Lee, Robert McIntyre, Sebastian Munoz, Victor Perez, Aaron Wise, and Takumi Kananya. Kanaya? Yeah.
1: Kanaya. Kanaya? So K-A-N-A-Y-A? K-A-N-A-Y-A?
2: Yeah. yeah, Kanaya. I think it's Kanaya, yeah. I've think, never heard of him. I think <laughs> what they did was it was a power ranking type of thing, but it seemed like on a lot of people that were in between, they just went with so, whoever was higher in the world. So
0: give give me maybe two guys out of this list that you guys will think have the best career.
1: Uh, I mean, it's hard not to just... Go with the top two. Why don't we go value? Why don't we go value? Why don't we let's go, go, outside, go the outside the top ten? Outside
0: the top ten. So that's that's Burns, Cam Smith, Sung Scotty, the all the guys that I just listed.
1: Zalators. I'll go I'll go Scheffler as one of mine. Okay. I'm really high on Scheffler. Um Oh man. It's hard. It's hard because you gotta you gotta exclude a bunch of guys. Oh man, Sam Burns is tempting sitting right there at eleven. Scotty Oh man, could go Homer and go. Do you think TG. Sam Burns
0: is going to be a star?
1: <sighs> I don't know. That's why. I, that's why this is tough. I can't go Sung Jae because obviously, I mean, we've talked pretty in depth about the fact that he's going to take a couple years off.
2: Over or under one and a half majors for Sam Burns. Mm, I mean, just tough.
1: just historically, I've got to go under. That's not not, not a lot of
2: guys get to two. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I have to go under,
1: but I'd probably go under for. I mean I'd, I'd probably go under for every name on this list outside the top 10.
0: I'd I go Zal- I think, over for
2: Scotty Shuffle. I'll go over for Zalatoris. He's going to figure out his putting at some point or at least some way. His think ball striking Sco- is too good. You
0: think that Scotty will win more majors than
2: Zalatoris when mm-hmm. it's all said and done? I think they'll be within one of each other at the end. I don't know if that's 2 to 3, 3 to 4, uh, 2 to 1, but I think it'll be I think they'll both win a major and they'll be within one of each other. But you so think so Zalatoris those Zalatoris your- will have more. Mm, I'm not necessarily No okay. Because Scheffler's A lot better putter Those
1: are your two though Are Scheffler and Zalatoris? Probably yeah Let me see the list again Yeah you look I'm, I'm thinking about it Ah man
0: To me I would go Burns and Scheffler
1: Burns and Scheffler
0: Yeah <sighs>
2: That seems pretty Sure fire to me
1: You going Scheffler And Willie Z, Tyler I'll
2: probably go Willie Z, And since you already Got Scheffler Give me Neiman I think Neiman's Gonna have a really Good career
1: Neiman, though, it's like... Yes, okay, then, then played played I'll go Scheffler good, and Willie Z. I wasn't going to do the same two as you, but since you went Neiman, I'll go i and go Z. Wait, you already
2: had Neiman?
1: No, no, no. Oh, I was, okay. saying, I was okay. saying since you took Neiman, I'll take Willie Z. Oh. Because I, I was between either going... I was either going to go Scheffler and Burns, Scheffler and Cam, or Scheffler and Willie Z. I'll go Scheffler and Willie Z. I'm surprised no one said Wolf. it It's just the unpredictability of yeah. it. I mean, obviously, his highs are really high, but I mean... There's, or Gooch. I, I mean, I thought about being a, a homer and going the TG route, and he certainly, I mean, his game could get there, but it's just Trending. it's tough when there's guys on Insurance. that list that have won multiple times on the tour. I mean, we love TG, but, you I, know.
0: You know, it's hard for me not to go Burns and Scheffler. You, you pick Neiman. Neiman seems like a guy, you know, that will consistently, he'll make a lot of money on tour. What
2: about your guy Cam?
0: But and Cam, he's a big time player in big tournaments. I thought for a, sure you'd go Cam. I yeah, but not over Burns and Shepherd. Cam, Cam
2: in the big moments, man. We've seen it. Yeah, I it mean, hasn't
0: been great. He's, There's a reason why he hadn't won one. He's always up
1: there. He's always up there. Yeah, he
0: did win. He's the,
2: great uh, for I, DraftKings, Great for one and done. He he won in New Orleans. And this thing, so, I don't know. Someone we hadn't mentioned who might be pretty good just because we don't like him, Matty Fitz. I mean, I think that he mm-hmm. has a chance to be. I mean, I, you know, if you hit the ball in the middle of the fairway every time, you can be able to contend a lot of places.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big Matty Fitz guy. Not just because of the the Mr. Skill stuff. I just. I don't, I don't think he has the game to some of these other guys. But he's guys still. Have.
2: He's Burns still. A lot, he's are... a lot younger than people think he is, though. Well, How Bur- old is Matty Fitz? I think he's Burns like, and Sheffler go... way younger than
0: Maddie Fitz, aren't? Everybody guess right? on they're Matt not... Fitzpatrick age. I
2: think he's 27. I'm gonna go 27. Burns and
0: Sheffler like what? 25, 23.
1: Uh turned 27 on September 1st. Happy late birthday. How old is uh, Sam Burns? Sam Burns? Uh, and, and Sam Scotty Sheffler probably. Sam Burns has to be Sam Burns 20, is 25. 25. Turned 25, 25 in yeah Yeah.
2: Sheffler's 25. In June. So two How's years difference.
1: Cam Smith, he's 28. He just turned 28 in August. I, th- I kind of thought that he was one of the elders. But then Willie Z, and this is another reason that Willie Z is probably a good bet. He's pretty young, isn't he? Will's he's Electoris. like 23 or
2: something. Tw- no, 24. 25. 25. No, he's older. he's 25 in August. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: right. Yeah, turned 25 in August. Um, yeah, I'll go Willie Z and, and Scotty Sheffler. It's a good list, though. It's a good list, though. Yeah. What about uh, don't sleep
2: on my boy Buzen? What
1: about from five to ten? Because I feel like we would all take Roman Morikawa. Uh, Read those guys off again. If, if five we just, to 10? If, or let's do six to ten, because that eliminates okay. the top five. Uh, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Hideki Matsuyama, Daniel Berger, Victor Hovland. Mm,
2: Jt Jt'd be one. Yeah, Jt. I, for I think sure. I. I he think I'd go Jt one. and Spieth. Um.
0: Yeah. I, the better question would be: Out of the guys that don't have a major, who wins one first?
1: Ooh. That is a good question. So, let's, well, let's see. Bryson see. has one. Rom has one. more. Morikawa has one. Cantlay and Xander Zantle- don't.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Berger uh, Hovland doesn't.
1: Hovland doesn't. Burns,
2: Smith,
0: don't. You would have to go Shafle or Cantlay. I'd go Cantlay, I think. I'm going I think, I think Cantlay
1: has, has the stones more so on a Sunday back nine.
2: Even though Schauffele won the gold, I think he's the type of player when we look on, he might be 33 or 34 and not have a major.
1: You think no. about it, though. I mean, if not for that wall of wind last year on 16...
2: God, don't get me started.
1: That. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shout out, Dottie. I'm just saying, if Xander could judge the wind, I, you never know. Maybe yeah. he doesn't come up 30 yards short in the water.
0: I don't know. It, Hovland, you know, if the if the question is how many majors, you, you might know? go Hovland. If the question is next major, you might go Cantlay or Shoffley.
1: Yeah, I I just I think I would like Can'tlay in both of those props. I'm
2: pretty high on Can'tlay. Yep. I liked I really and liked what I saw from him min- this last season. He showed the minerals to be able to get up there and make 15 million like it was nothing. Yeah, the and the question is like
1: the question is uh I mean are all of these guys PGA Tour members a couple of years from now? Which leads us into our next topic. The Saudis are throwing together a golf league, so it's going to be in conjunction with the Asian Tour. So Asian Tour officials announced on Friday the formation of a new 10-event series. Uh, It's going to be added to its schedule next year, and this appears to be the early stages of a new Saudi-backed global tour that will be led by Greg Norman. Uh, he's the CEO of LIV Golf Investments. They've committed $200 million over the next 10 years to the Asian Tour to back this new series. That does a couple of things for uh, for this Saudi-backed golf, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know about a league, but like kind of merger. The Asian Tour, partnering with them, will provide the new circuit that Saudi-backed and Greg Norman led with two key elements that they need to move forward— access to world ranking points, and a potential feeder tour to provide a ready stream of players from the Asian tour into the Saudis. But, question is, can they draw big names away from the PGA Tour? And we still don't really know the answer to that question. Or... Seems like it would take buckets of money to do that. Or
0: can they draw guys that are stars coming out of college? Which is... Yeah. How they might start it and what they might be thinking with that developmental
2: tour. Could be. Here's my thing guys. It's they say it's a 10 event tour. And there's it's not like people are comparing this to the the uh, Premier League th- or not the Premier League thing, the Super League the, the, your, the PGL thing? Yeah, whatever yeah. it was. And it's like that's not it's not a team sport. You're not leaving like the Minnesota Vikings to go to a European football team or anything. <laughs> but every golfer is an independent contractor. Why would the PJ Tour be so scared of a 10 event season? It depends when the 10 events take place. The yeah. PGA but, I mean, Tour couldn't even fill a full event this no, last week. No, but he, he, here's what you got to
0: understand is that they're going to try to get these top guys, and it's not just going to be prize money that is drawing these guys over there.
1: But Because my, my thing is, obviously, the majors oh, are their own thing. The majors well, what else aren't is, the PGA
0: Tour. They're what what not controlled by, by the PGA Tour. There. Money. Money. Well, that, that's not the th- prize money. They're,
1: they're going to get paid big Guaranteed bucks to go over there. But my thing about when it them. happens in the schedule is like, what if they throw two events in in March – Two events in in April, two in May, two in June, two in July. Yeah, I mean but, that's but here's peak the deal, PGA Cole, Tour be, no, season. Yeah, that could seriously interrupt the PGA Tour if those ten events fall on the right weeks. But here is the problem: host a better tournament. That like the in that
0: article you read, they had Graham McDowell. You know, and 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 for a guy like Graham McDowell, you wouldn't leave the PGA Tour and have all those tournaments that you could play in, which is technically you know guaranteed money. You know. Make, being able to have a schedule that's guaranteed money, only having ten events for a guy outside the top twenty-five, that's not gonna—they're not gonna be able to do that. You know, they—they they wouldn't be dumb enough to leave the PGA Tour and leave all those guaranteed starts on the PGA Tour to go over to the Saudi Tour. My question is, how big are these tournaments gonna be? And if you do have top guys. The bottom half of the field is going to be terrible.
1: Well, my question is, is it going to be, like, let's say, and I'm just throwing out names. Nobody's committed. There's no rumors. I'm just throwing out names. The The top two guys on that list you just read. Let's say they get Rom and Morikawa over there for a tournament. Is it going to be Rom, Morikawa, and then 130 guys from the Asian Tour? Well, that's my or, point. Or is it going to be limited fields? Is it just going to be, like, two guys that we know, and then everybody else is just random names from the Asian Tour we've never heard of? Well, that's my point. Is like, the guys outside the top
0: 25 to 30, maybe even top 20. Even outside the top 20 wouldn't leave. They're guaranteed starts on the tour. If the tour said, "We're not dealing with you guys that go over there, you're going to be banned from the PGA Tour if you go over there and do that."
2: Also,
1: this is this is a part of the Asian Tour. Like the Asian Tour is announcing the formation of this new ten event series that's going to be added to its schedule. So this is going to be a ten event skir- series that's part of the Asian Tour schedule. I mean, do guys play in this ten event series, and then do they play Asian Tour events too?
0: No. I what about? I wouldn't think so. What about if guys played European Tour, and then uh, is the European Tour going to nix it as well?
1: I don't know. They
2: would. They. If I bet European Tour would probably be first to do it before PGA Tour. In my probably opinion. so.
1: It'd probably be a bigger threat because it's in the same kind of part of the world. Right.
2: And European tour is not as big as PJ. But exactly, here, here's yeah. the
0: kicker. I mean, if you're a Xander Shoffley and they say, we'll pay you a hundred million to come over here. And then you can make more on whatever you prize money you win. It's pretty, you know, you got to think enticing. about it. You got to think about it. It's enticing. Now here's the I don't the even kicker. know if you have to think about it. No, I don't think you do either. I for think for a guy do. like him, I think you do for a guy like him. If you get a guaranteed hundred mil, and then you can still win, you know, and say they play for $2 million per tournament in these 10-series 10, 10 tournaments, right? You, he could end up making, you know, well over $120 million. Plus, here's the kicker, is he allowed to play in majors.
1: Yeah, ma- majors are in no way sanctioned by the PGA Tour. So unless Augusta National no, came saying- out, unless the USGA, unless right. the PGA of America, unless the RNA came out and said specifically these guys can't participate in our events. Which and they I don't, very well could. I don't think any of the majors would do that. I really no. don't. They could. I don't they think could. they will either. They could, but I don't think they but would. But then, I mean,
0: these stars don't play, you know, that much. And we saw, you know, Tiger was notorious for doing it. But say these guys played 10 events and the four majors and they got paid a guaranteed 100 mil, it, it'd be a no-brainer for me. I'd go over there and take the guaranteed 100 mil and play in
2: my four majors. The The only tournament that I think that... The only major I think that would do it would be the PGA of America, because you got to think about it. U.S. Open is an open. The Open Championship yeah. is an open. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyone can, anyone who's a pro can play in them. Why are you going to exile people that just go play in this 10-event series? And the
1: Masters isn't going to tell the fourth-ranked player in the world
2: that the he can The way they play could really.
0: exile yeah. it is say that it's bad optics by being in cahoots with the Saudi
2: government. They could. They can they always could. use that. I I, I will but, say... But that's not the real reason that they say it. They say it because we don't want you to leave. Right, they're, exactly. So they're using a total scapegoat reason to try to make more money. To defend yeah.
1: their tour. I, I will say, I think that there will be some guys who just... I, I mean, at some point, these elite players, how much money do you need to have before you stop chasing money? Because to me, it's like, would you want to go spend a good chunk of your time overseas in the Middle East and doing all this? Or do you just want to play on the PGA Look, Tour and be an American, be with your family? There will be some guys who are like, man, that's a lot of money. I've got more money than I can ever spend or than my kids can ever spend. I'm good. Or, and they'll just stay guys, over here, and these that's guys fine are too.
0: traveling regardless. It doesn't matter that they're just in the U.S. They, they're traveling away from their families regardless.
2: And what would be wrong? If they would
0: get to spend more time with their families mm-hmm. because they would only have to play 10 events and have the guaranteed
2: cash flow going towards their families. True. I don't know how long a contract would be. Let's just say it's five years, just rough estimate. Why not have a 20-something-year-old player go play for five years and be a, a nine-figure millionaire by the time he's young, 30s, then go on the to PJ Tour. What's oh, yeah. wrong with that? Oh,
1: yeah. I'm just saying I'm sure that there will be – multiple different approaches to this from players. There will be some players who are like gung-ho if they get offered that fat check. But also, and look, I don't I don't know how much money's backing this thing. There might be hundreds of billions backing this thing over in Saudi, the Saudi Arabia. Saudi government May- has
0: money buried underground.
1: That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe they can cut blank checks to all these players, but what if they can only cut $100 million a year checks to like three guys and then $50 million a year checks to three guys, and then all of a sudden they get 15 guys and anything past that, you're getting like... Two million a year guarantee. Well, those guys aren't that might go. be how
0: it starts. You get Maybe. the top three guys that you can get. Say, you know, just for you know hypothetical, you get DJ, you get Shoffley, and you get Hovlin, right? Say you get those three guys, those three guys are getting paid guaranteed hundred mil just to go over there and do this. Well, then the next year you might get one more. The next year you might get one more. Eventually, the top ten guys on the PGA tour are going to be over there.
1: Right, you're saying in the hypothetically if they're hypothetically, cutting, if they're cutting blank checks, yeah, I, I just can't see a mass exodus of players from the PGA Tour to this ten event Saudi back. It's series. not going to happen. Money I don't talks. Think so either. Money
2: talks, though. But it's it's ten events. It's not like it's, it's a full
1: schedule. Don't forget about the ten events, T
0: Dub.
2: I'm talking about the guaranteed money they're going to get for just going over there. Yeah, my my whole point is is that I think the whole. Saying underlying this is the PJ Tour, or European Tour, going to ban this because that's really the only thing you have to think about. Well, because obviously they're going to ban it, but it doesn't. But matter. But they shouldn't. Why? They're, because it's a ten-event series, and here, here's what i just Explain
0: why? Because they're eventually they're going to lose their best players okay. if, they, if, they're, if the Saudis are writing blank checks to guys like DJ. Eventually, a top ten guy is going
2: to take one of those. Host deals. better tournaments, market better. The PJ Tour could market a million times better than they do.
0: Make more money. I don't. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is these guys over there in Saudi Arabia are making so much money that the PGA Tour can't compete with that type of money to give to these guys. Well, that and sucks I think that for this, them. Well, this is one of the reasons why they didn't announce the or the uh, PIP because the. PGA Tour is just paying their top guys guaranteed checks, so they'll stay and have an extra incentive to stay because they're so scared of this happening. I don't think I think you're underestimating the
2: Saudi and and the fact no, that no, money talks. No, I'm no, I'm completely estimating what they're saying. I'm just saying the PGA Tour are a bunch of wussies. They need a my, one of my favorite quotes. I want to make sure I get it right here. A lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of a sheep. So if you think you're the best, it's the same thing that I complained about with the recruiting thing. Go out and beat the person. Be a better tour than the Saudi tour. But but if you have if, yeah, but, if someone has
1: billions of dollars, they're not oh, a sheep. Okay, 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 you know, well, okay, well, then here's be better. The then no, admit that you're
0: not as no, good. But here, here's my point, though, is the PGA Tour can't do that, and that's why I said that the Saudi Tour might struggle, especially for the first couple of years, because you're using all your money on the top three, four guys that you get over there, and then the rest of the field is going to be terrible. But on the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour is the best tour in the world, and so they have deeper fields. But the problem is the top, you know, from twenty to fifty guys, those those ranking guys aren't gonna go over to Saudi because they're not gonna get the guaranteed big checks and they're only gonna get a guaranteed ten events. And so the bottom half of the field in the Saudi tour is gonna be way worse. And so the PGA tour is gonna be just fine because you know, I think that the PGA tour will will be just fine, but the only the only like caveat to it is if you consistently lose one guy per year to the Saudis. Eventually, your top guys are going to be over there. While you know, and then what do you do? Then you have ten guys over in Saudi that just play the majors in those ten events over there. You host play. better
2: events. You form a better tour. You be better. But you how? Be how? How do you host a better event than what they already do? Be better. There's a reason that people are going to leave. Those be guys, better, but the be guys, guys aren't
0: leaving for Saudi because it's a better event. They're leaving for the money because the events
2: are going to be way worse. Okay, so who cares? If if they if someone wants to leave for money and you're scared of them leaving, give them more money. Give them more money if that's the incentive for players to leave. Give them more money. But if you you're can. scared of them leaving, be okay. That's my point, then that because sucks. then the PGA that's not good. The though, PGA tour is going to disintegrate. Let me, then that sucks let for
0: me them. Be better.
1: Be better. I think the PGA tour can give the players more money. And I think at some point we will start to see them give the players more money because I mean, I we've heard the story about the, the revenue share that the players get on the PGA tour. It's not nearly as high as in some of these other sports. I think that there is more money to go around, but where I disagree with you, Taylor, I absolutely think the PGA Tour should say you are more than welcome to go play golf with the Saudis. If you do, you are not welcome to play golf on the PGA Tour. I think that's if, the biggest
2: chicken poop thing you could ever do. I that's totally so disagree. That's so
1: scared. If you want to go play with them, go play with them, but you
2: don't get to be a part of my Why? tour. Because uh, you're uh, going wait, wait. to play with my direct competitor. Kobe, play PGA Tour players go play the Dubai tournaments all the time. What's the difference? Let me ask you this. Take parents appearances serious question no 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 hold on Let, let on. Me finish one point. hold on no you've how, made your, point. How, you made your tig- point how much did tiger get to go play in dubai a bunch okay he what's, got the, a what's bunch. the difference the, what's the difference is
1: that's a european tour event
2: okay so this is a new saudi the european, it's an asian tour event the european tour is an
1: ally of the pga tour when skip bayless was at espn should espn have let him do a show simultaneously with fox sports because that's what you're advocating for you're advocating for golfers to play on the pga tour and play with the saudis who are trying the european tour is not trying to debilitate the PGA Tour. The Saudis are. There's n- like the I mean we're, 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 you you, you can't work for ESPN and Fox Sports no. at the same time cuz they're direct competitors. The European Tour is not a, a competitor. The
2: Saudis are trying to be. Colby, did the PGA Tour and European Tour start out as alliances? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know when the, the European is, Tour started. The answer is No. How many people play both tours? Now. A but, bunch. But a, the both, PGA a bunch become mutual partners with the Saudi Tour then. Make it bigger. You can if they get more money, become partners, be better. Yeah, but the problem is the PGA
0: Tour it would be bad optics for the PGA Tour what to give guys guaranteed money.
2: We don't have to give them guaranteed money, make the so purses bigger. So what do you want them to do? Make the, give them, make, make the purses. purses are already you they're, they're not big enough. million. They're, they're not big enough. Apparently, you
1: can make them bigger. I mean, they're making the, the TPC person next year okay. bigger. The winners going to get three
2: points. The guys
1: don't care about the three point six million. They care
0: about Th- these the people who leave. For the, the
2: people who leave for Saudi are leaving for money. Yeah, but not three million. So That's, Trump change. If you're worried about people leaving because of money, give them more money. But it's an guaranteed money. It's guaranteed money. Okay, but, it but Sam, what's Sam, it over? Sam, they Sam, care Sam, because Sam. it's guaranteed.
0: If Justin Why does
1: Thomas plays a twenty event schedule every year. Five years. Then, if the purses go up twenty percent, Justin Thomas knows he's going to make twenty percent more money. Yeah, but why not just get it in a blank check? I, I,
2: but, in a guaranteed I, but, check. But my thing. I mean, you look at Justin Thomas's and career then You only arenas, have to play ten events, and you get to play your Patriots. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is my question. Why do the tourists have to hate each other? That we just saw, the PGA Tour, European Tour, now they're buddies. Why can't we all just be buddies? It's an Asian Tour. Be, be all buddies. There There's is European also, Tour and Asian Tour sanctioned events but, all the but, time. But I think
1: we would be naive to neglect the PR situation that exists with the Saudis because that doesn't exist with the European Tour, and that is, whether you like it or not, that's I'll, a piece of the puzzle. That's that's that is point, a piece Tito, of the puzzle. And
0: why not, why not be friends? Here's why, in my opinion, also just golf-wise, obviously great point on the Saudis, Colby, but... In my opinion, the reason why the Saudis cannot just go to the PGA Tour and say, let's collaborate here, is because they need to fill the 10, you know, there's not just random, the PGA Tour plays every week, okay? So the Saudis would be taking a week away from the PGA Tour and just in this 10 tournament
2: schedule. Now listen, I don't want to hear about optics. There's a PGA Tour China. Okay? I mean, if we're worried but about humanity. Not, but it's not. Justin as as Johnson's Saudi. not playing in PGA Tour China. That's my point. It, but it, they're it, still sanctioned with them. They're partners. They're both making money off the same thing.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is if they, if the Saudis write these guys, the only way you're going to get a Dustin Johnson to go over to Saudi is pay him $100 million. If they do that, it, he has to either choose to play on the PGA Tour or on the Saudi he Tour. He shouldn't have to do that. Why? What, what what are you talking about? Like the whole point is the Saudis. The whole reason of them paying him so much money is for him to be over there for those ten events. Also, okay, also I, also here's that's a- ten weeks out of fifty-two. Okay, but exactly, also- but that's taking Dustin Johnson away from whatever tournaments he would have played played in on the PGA okay, Tour. Okay, that's,
1: that's why they can't be Give friends. Give them more money. Okay, so here's a but question though: The purse though. is bigger. If 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 the Saudis are hosting these events at the same time the PGA Tour is happening, then which obviously they will be, ten events going over there. You've got travel and everything, so it's going going to restrict the number of pga tour events a guy can play could they even hit the minimum serious question if you're over there 10 <laughs> weeks and you're doing travel could dj hit the minimum number of pga tour events required then that still- then, then,
2: then that would make dj just play more when he's off that would be he's decision he would have to do to make. that he's
1: not going to play
2: Th- more then that would be dj's decision not play the pga tour that's a better business decision for the golfer that's the bottom line here they're independent contractors they why are you gonna tell an independent contractor they can't do the best thing for their business here, here's my question
1: how many endorsement dollars would a guy like DJ lose if he goes over there and he stops playing in front of American eyeballs? Because I can promise you, I'm not watching. I'm not
2: at 1.30 a.m. doesn't matter.
0: He'll play in front of American eyeballs for four weeks out of the year. The he only will.
2: four weeks that really matter with endorsement dollars. It's like Tiger said. The majors are the only thing that matter to these big players. Exactly. At the end of the day. so in money. Yeah, exactly. So if the if the tour is gonna offer more money as an independent contractor, go out there and play it, then play the majors. And if the PGA Tour doesn't like it, make your tour better. It's bottom line. Yeah, but how?
0: I, my point is they can give you guaranteed money. But they can increase purses. But what I'm saying is if you increase purses, then it's still
1: not guaranteed. It No, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's not, all, it's th- not guaranteed, but John Rom knows he's gonna make his money. You know? So it, did that's what Anthony Kim thought. But then he got hurt. Yeah. I mean that was an injury deal. That's but that's my point. I mean, that's
0: you never thing. know. That's a fluke thing. If you take thing. the guaranteed money, if I'm if I'm Xander right now and they give me a hundred million dollars to go over there and all I have to do is literally show up for ten events and I get a hundred mil plus whatever I'll make in those purses over there and I get to play the four majors, sign me up.
1: That's what you would do. But if I was Xander and they gave me that same offer, but it would cost me my PGA Tour career, I wouldn't do it. I would rather have the PGA Tour career. It's not guaranteed money. You're still going to make your money, and you're going to be a hell of a lot more popular because you played on the PCA see, I, tour. I think no, you'll be I, popular when you win majors.
2: I, I think that's where we're three all in dif- disagreements here. You think that Shoffley would do it. You would think that he wouldn't do it, and I think that he shouldn't be in position to have to make the damn choice. Right. I think that's where we all stand yeah. on this.
1: And I'm fascinated to see how it evolves because they're saying that this 10-event series could take place starting next year, but that that would be pretty aggressive considering they don't actually have any big names in place. Nothing's been announced yet. I mean, we're still waiting on the official announcements for the tour being launched and for Greg Norman being the commissioner and all these different things. Um, But I would imagine a year from now, we'll be having a a very... We'll be having this conversation with a lot more details because basically what we're doing right now, we're just speculating. I mean, we're, we're speculating as to how this would play. We're throwing out hypothetical numbers on checks. Hypothetical names going to the tour. Hypothetical right. names going to the tour. Hopefully, six months from now or a year from now, we have a lot more concrete details about what the actual money is and who the actual names are. And then it'll be a lot easier to say, okay, yes, I would do it, or okay, no, I wouldn't do it. Because we'll just know a lot more. But in the infancy stages, this looks like it could be something that continues to be a conversation for a couple of years. I mean, the PGL pretty much uh, died out and went away, but this is kind of the next thing that's popping up in its place. I I do want to say one
0: thing, T-Dub. I do think that if the Saudi tour got like two or three guys to go over there on a consistent yearly basis or every other year basis, then the PGA tour might have to say, no ban. You know, it,
2: if, if half the tour wanted or half the players on tour one to go, it's not like
1: no, going no, no, to be half. No, But I see what uh, Sam is saying is right now, the PGA tour can use this as a scare tactic. If it doesn't work and guys go over there, then they might have to be they might have to back down and say,
2: okay Come, just kidding. <laughs> come, come play Bay Hill. Have yeah. fun in Saudi this that's week. What's, that's what's, back, I Hill, guarantee right? that's what's going to happen. Probably. Probably. If, I, if I was fortune tell, I'd say that's. Yeah, what's depending happen. Depending
0: on how much money these guys are getting, and depending if if these guys don't go over there, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, I was going to say but I think someone will. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say it depends on whether this ends up being successful or if it goes the way of the PGL. Because if all of a sudden it's just like and you know what they can, can't get guys and and you know it all makes it all
0: and and these you know. USGA, RNA, and PGA of America, and, and the Masters, they're all buddy-buddy with the PGA Tour. And so, if the PGA Tour somehow convince the majors to say, these guys aren't allowed to play in the majors if they do this, then it's all
1: done. Yeah. But
2: that would be... I, I, don't, I, don't I mean, think. if the majors let that happen, God... But, I mean, that's such chicken. I mean, but it's really, it, everybody, it everybody's but... money. It, it is everybody's money, but I I just can't see that happening. You think Augusta's going to listen to PGA Tour? I don't yeah. think Augusta will,
0: but I think that the USGA and R&A. Might. The USGA
2: and r are open tournaments. You can't, it you can't eliminate. You can't say but, people
0: can't play. I don't. Yeah, you but I don't say, think so not you can't say professional. No, look, they can't. They can. They can because of the Saudi optics. But they would be using that as an excuse because you know they're going to lose a lot of so, money together. What are
2: they going to let us? Are they not going to let Saudi Arabian natives play in the Open? That's different, though. Yeah, I think that's different. But it's still the same premise.
1: I don't think so. No. I think that's well, a false premise. You if
2: you're hosting an open professional tournament, you cannot say p- uh, some people are not allowed to play. No, I, that's I agree legit, with that. that's, you 100. That's, 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 that. that's legit. That's legit. That's legit. Discrimination. I
1: no. I I just I don't think that would ever happen. I, I think we're having a conversation I, I, about I, nothing right that, now. That is yeah. that
2: is full lawsuit potential.
1: I think you you've seen the the the. Simpsons thing where it's like old man yells at Cloud. That's
2: what right. we're doing right now. It's
0: not a lawsuit potential because even though it's called the U.S. Open, they, the USGA can have whoever they want play in their events.
1: I'm sure they could. I just don't think they ever would.
0: They, I'm sure they could. I just don't think they ever would. You don't think that... No. You don't think, I don't think there's anything If scenario. these guys
2: went over to Saudi and they got five guys I,
0: of the top ten...
2: I think the RNA might. They're a little ritzy. I think they could. They could. The USGA won't. The PGA of America yeah, could so. as well. The PGA of America, it's tough for them because they have the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah. You If, you, if you're going to say that these people can't play on the Ryder Cup team because they go that over would here... Be, well, that would be a big scare
1: tactic. You know what I've learned for sure that, over that the last... That would be ridiculous. It would be a big scare tactic. You know what I've learned for sure over the last 20 minutes? This is going to be a hot-button issue that a I, lot of people disagree okay, on for listen, the next couple okay, of years. And lic- this lic- isn't lic-
0: just now coming up. We heard a year ago uh, by <laughs> through an unnamed source that this has been in talks, not just... Obviously, the PGL is what we were talking about a year ago, but... Guys going over getting blank checks to go p- play in different tours has been going ha- been in talks for the last like five years or so. Yeah. I also
2: love how we had Maury Rose on on Friday who started a tour 20 years ago that's ended up being great, and now we're here saying that this tour shouldn't happen. I mean, yeah, it's the constant evolution of, of I, golf. I mean, just imagine being one of these people looking at an independent contractor, someone trying to do the best thing for their living, and say, we're not going to let you do anything on our tour because you want to go over here. That, but, that's ridiculous. But each tour has to do what's best for its
1: own tour, and if the PGA Tour can scare guys away from leaving by saying they won't participate, then they will, and then if that doesn't work, they'll back It's chicken poop. Brock Vandergriff
2: is who's running the PGA Tour, apparently.
1: (laughs) I think It's ridiculous.
2: I don't have a problem with it. Run a better tour. Run a better tour. Bottom line,
0: run a better tour. I don't have a problem with it. So the last question, would you guys do it? If you got a hundred. Uh, if you're DJ and you get a hundred mil to go over there and play ten events, and you're allowed to play the majors. Yes. or are you, no? Are
1: you asking me if I'm DJ or are you asking me if I'm me? If, if I'm Colby Powell, if would I do it?
0: Well, I mean, if you're if you're Colby Powell, number two player in the world. Well, no, I wouldn't do it. Okay, but that's for
2: moral reasons. Okay, I but, would, but I would play on the Saudis and then I would play the majors and I would play the PJ Tour events. I won. They wouldn't let me in the field. I'd show up on the first T and it up anyway. That's what I do. <laughs> I stick it to him. I, I it's would, ridiculous. You're going to tell me it. I can't play. I, in your,
0: if I, I'm a top 10 player in the world, I play anywhere I want. It's a no-brainer to me. You take the guaranteed money, you play
2: only 10 events, and you get to play the majors. That's perfect. Yeah. Be better, PJ. Tour, European turn. Yeah. Bottom line. We'll see how it all breaks down. Uh, did we miss anything? I got one thing I want to point out Hit here. me. And it's just a little quick on fantasy football. I just want to point out <laughs> to the youth as to why ESPN projections are complete BS. I mean, uh, it's, it's really. I wish we could turn now, them off. And, and this, this is just a brilliant explanation. Last night, I needed, I think, how many was it? I needed like 8.5 from Amari Cooper to win my matchup. (laughs) And there was like, how much time is here? I screenshotted it. There was three minutes, 50 seconds left in the third quarter. Uh, Amari Cooper had 9.1. So I'm leading by .9 points currently. The the guy I'm playing has everyone Mm finished. Leading by .9 points. I have a 93% chance to win, and I already have the lead, and he's finished. So you're telling me that 7% in this PPR league, by the way, that 7% of the time Amari Cooper is going to catch a ball and he's going to fumble, not gaining a yard, and then not catch another ball the rest of the game? And, and I looked, because you can hand it off too. He's had 14 rushes in his NFL career. 14. So are they going to hand it off and fumble it? You're telling way, me 7% of the time that's going to happen? That is like 7 out of a million. By the way,
1: we always we always give your dad, Randy Williams, a hard time for the early call. He texted me on Friday and congratulated me for beating him this week in fantasy football because Austin Eckler practice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he texted me Friday.
1: You want, you want me to read the exact text? Yes, I do. It's beautiful. It's <sighs> so good. But he did have Kyler go on, uh, on Thursday night, and obviously Kyler didn't Ugh. super light it up. Worst game of his fantasy career. He, he texted me Friday at 2.43, said, looks like Eckler out. Congrats on your win. <laughs> <laughs> Eckler got him like twenty four.
2: That is. Hilarious. I did beat him. I did beat him, but not because Austin Eckler missed practice. Also, I did something yesterday that I hadn't done in like eight years. I left a player in who's inactive. Oh, Calvin Ridley with the late minute oh, personal yeah. issue. Hey, if I, I had, act- if no.
0: I had to play for Atlanta, I'd have to step away too. God. There's no doubt about. Did you see Matt Ryan's hand yesterday? No, I didn't. It was didn't see Matt Ryan-esque. No. I
2: can't
1: believe they didn't like at least take him off the field and stitch him up. I mean, his towel, like the white towel that they wear, red. Ooh. Just like, his like whole hand was Michael big. Myers red. Ugh. Yeah. It I was, don't know how he didn't get blood on the ball. He got stepped, His his hand was on the ground. He got stepped on by a defensive lineman's cleat, ripped his hand open. Oh, my god! Dang gosh. those old generation
2: wearing metal spikes. Play
1: golf, yeah. kids. By the way, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Yes, sir. Cooper Rush. Oklahoma State fans will remember him. Cooper Rush. QB controversy? Uh, Trade, deadline controversy? Controversy? Trade deadline's tomorrow. <laughs> what could the Cowboys get for Dak today? Cooper Rush leads him to Super Bowl. <laughs> Nick Foles-esque. Oh, God. I, I, hate, I hate Nick Foles. <laughs> I hate him. Because now I have to look at that Eagles hat. And instead <laughs> of forgot la- I have my Eagles hat on. <laughs> instead of laughing at the Eagles hat 100% full bore, I can only laugh at the Eagles hat like 80% because they won a Super Bowl four <laughs>
0: years that ago. a good win yesterday. They, they covered. The Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in my lifetime. The Eagles have.
1: When were you born? 95 I won the Super Bowl in uh, 95 96 season. Cowboys won the it? Super Bowl. Okay. You were, well, you were I was an like infant. an infant. You were an infant. Okay. I mean, it's somewhere deep down in your neurological memory. I mean, I was born in 92, so I don't remember them I the rem- Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I don't remember. Soon enough, though, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, the, am I? I mean, I'm I'm Cooper just saying, Rush? Culture. You win a game like that with Cooper Rush, culture
2: being built in Dallas. Well, you got a great coach, Mike McCarthy leading the way.
1: Uh, he's clearly a good culture builder. <laughs> I just hope to God we don't have to leave it up. If in a playoff game it comes down to Mike McCarthy clock management, they're toast. D-
2: doesn't they Jerry Jones toast. take over the coaching in the playoffs? It's a really good
1: question. It's a really good <laughs> question. I'm, is honestly, is Stephen
2: Jones? Isn't that the other- I don't I don't of son's name?
1: That's his son's name. I don't know what's going did on down Steven there. But Jerry
0: uh, kiss on the mouth again last
2: night?
1: I don't know. They did a couple weeks ago, didn't they? <laughs> they used a little, t- little tongue, actually. That was on co- <laughs> Were they going in for like the, the – family-friendly, like, kiss on the cheek, and they both went forward at the same time? Is yep. that what happened?
0: It was the kind of, you know, like when you're walking and two people are walking in front of each other and you kind of step the same way, like, yep. three different yep. times. And then
1: you just headbutt each other in the face. I
0: think they might have just wanted to kiss each other on the mouth. Could, been.
1: Could be. I mean, hey, different six, six different and one. Folks. Six and one, I feel like kissing both on the mouth. Six and one, you kidding me? You know when last time they were six and one was in my know. lifetime? When the Challenger crashed. Crash. I can't remember. Dax rookie year, maybe? I think they went thirteen and three that year. Maybe they were six and one. I don't so know. So you're saying Super Bowl or bust for the no, Cowboys? No, that's not what I'm saying. The NFC's loaded. <laughs> Super Bowl Cardinals, Ducks. Packers, Bucks, Rams, Cowboys. NFC's loaded. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs on the other side. Yeah. Chiefs. Probably forgetting somebody.
0: I don't know who I'm forgetting. Hey, mark my words. The Chiefs will make a run at the
1: end of the
2: year. I think of course we'll, they would. I think we could score on the Chiefs' defense. I think I we think, could too. I think we <laughs> could. Out, Bad.
1: I think we could out dance Jackson Mahomes. Oh,
2: don't God, Oh, God, how right, bad was that? We're going to end the show I, right, right there. there.
1: We're going to end the as show a, there. As a UMKC alumni,
2: we uh, do not
0: claim Jackson Mahomes. No,
1: Jackson Mahomes, UMC, go Roos. Thanks for listening to 73rd Hall, the official podcast of <laughs> Golf on
3: Global.